Welcome to the Self-Worth Project. If you're ready to heal your toxic patterns, to feel good about yourself without apology, and to create a life that feels supported, juicy, and aligned, this is the podcast for you. So keep listening. Hello, gorgeous. Welcome back to another episode of the Self-Worth Podcast. It's your girl, Jen, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. So let's do a little life update before we get into it. It was just Halloween and it's always very strange when I'm in Germany on Halloween because it's such a non-thing, but in my mind, it is such a big thing still. So it's honestly a little bit disappointing when I don't see people dressing up and doing the things that I'm used to people doing. I mean, I know that that's just the way it is here. I was actually kind of hoping that I might get trick-or-treaters because last year in the last flat I was in, I did get trick-or-treaters and I was so excited to see them. And more than just one, like I've had in another apartment, we had the, the little girl that lived downstairs. She came up, but in the last building that I lived in, I had a few groups of kids come through because there were definitely a few different homes with children in them. However, in the building I'm in now, there aren't any kids, so I didn't get any trick-or-treaters. So I didn't get to see any children's costumes, which is always such a fun thing for me to look at. Like, I'm just interested in seeing what the trends are in costumes. And also in this idea of the alter ego, which I think is something that really comes forth on Halloween. We focus very much on being scary and like that kind of vibe. But I think Halloween is one of those days where people can present part of themselves that maybe they don't usually get to present. And I think that can lean a lot into our unclaimed shadow parts. Not to say that if you dressed up as Freddy Krueger that you have an unclaimed shadow part that is Freddy Krueger. No, I don't mean that in all cases, of course. This is, I think, why the trope of like the sexy girl comes out so much on Halloween, because many women feel like they can't do that or they want to own that feminine sexuality part. They want to be sensual. They want to be forward with that part of themselves but they still feel like they are judged too much or that they can't really step into that persona. So Halloween allows them to put this on for a night and celebrate that part of themselves that they don't usually get to celebrate. And when you look at Halloween costumes like that, it becomes a really interesting psychological exercise. And yes, I know I'm such a typical psychology obsessed Scorpio for thinking about it like this, of course. So my Halloween was pretty quiet, let's put it that way, but that is totally okay. I made time to do my rituals, and actually for the whole month of October, I have been watching basically a scary movie every day, so I feel like I filled up on that kind of vibe, and now I'm good for a little while. Okay, so before we move into the episode, I also want to remind you that this is a great time to come over and join Healed. Healed is my monthly membership program where I drop you a brand new healing or manifestation workshop every single month. So for the month of November, we are talking about generational trauma. So I give you a little bit of an overview of what that is, where it comes from, what the symptoms might be so you can start to see if you notice that within yourself. And then I wrap it all up with journal prompts, a tapping exercise, and a hypnosis. This kind of multiple layered approach I found really effective in my own healing journey. So usually when I'm bringing you a new workshop, it has multiple healing tools and journal prompts just to really make sure that we are getting into the root of the problem. Healed includes all of my best manifestation tools, 
basically you learn how to manifest, you learn how to manifest love, you can learn how to do all of that stuff. Plus we go into everything like attachment styles, polyvagal healing, really the works. So if you want to learn more about that, I will leave you a link in the show notes and I would love to see you inside. So we are back today with another episode and I really wanted to bring today's show back to basics because I wanted to talk about self-worth and I realized I named the show The Self-Worth Project and I still haven't talked to you about what self-worth actually is. Self-worth is one of those things that you might not think that you are deficient in, but when you really look at your thoughts or your behavior patterns, it can become quite apparent that you actually are suffering from low self-worth. So I feel like this is one of those words that when I say that, like, oh, you're suffering from low self-worth, people are like, yeah, no, not me. Like, I'm cool. I'm confident. Everything's okay. But when you really look at it and you look at what this person is allowing into their life, or should I say tolerating, putting up with, what you are afraid to put boundaries or standards down around. It can come up with the goals that you set for yourself. Like people are, women especially, are chronically under earning and I would suggest chronically under aiming. That means not aiming for the things we really want because we already think we can't have them. Chronic low self-worth can look like constantly dating people that are not that good for you, that you subconsciously know are not that good for you, but you are just so afraid that you're never going to find anyone else that you just end up settling for that person. Chronic low self-worth can look like a lot of bitterness and resentment because you are constantly waiting for somebody or something to make you happy and you're not taking ownership of your own happiness and therefore you're getting really bitter when you see other people that are expressing themselves and living in their joy because you feel like you can't have that. A low self-worth can show up as your favorite inner voice, the inner mean guy or the inner mean girl that is constantly telling you you are not enough, you will never measure up, etc., etc. Chronic low self-worth can look like perfectionism or people-pleasing because you are always prioritizing someone else above you or because you think you have to be perfect in order to be acceptable. So there are many ways that chronic low self-worth can manifest in our life. And I think the last point that I want to bring up around that, about around what chronic low self-worth looks like, is that you aren't achieving the things that you really want or you're not manifesting the things that you really want. For example, you have always wanted a certain job title or to make a certain amount of money or to live in a certain area, things like this, anything that might be hanging around on your list and that has been there for a very long time. I would really question how your worth is around that what is your worthiness level? Like that is another way of looking at it. (laughs) And that sort of gen speak for how to measure where your worthiness is on the charts. Because at the end of the day, if you thought you were worthy of something, then you would have it. And I mean, yeah, okay, okay. There's other factors at play. We live in an unfair capitalist society, et cetera, et cetera. But many times we are blocking our abundance. We are blocking our goals. We are blocking ourselves from happiness and confidence and everything 
because we just don't think that we should be able to feel that way. We have a secret self-sabotaging part that is like, oh no, this relationship is going far too well. I better pick a fight just so I can blow off some steam and stop feeling so freaked out by this intimacy. It can look like talking yourself out of going for that job that you really want because part of you that self-sabotaging part of you is not telling you to self-sabotage because that that would be easy to notice inside of your brain. But what it is telling you is that, oh, well, this one is too hard or this place is too scary or I don't really want to leave my current job because I love my colleagues so much, right? Or it's telling you now is not a good time. I should try this again next year. I'm not ready to leave yet. I should do it next year. And then what happens? next year, there's no opportunity. There's no job offer. There's no opening, right? And there are so many secret, subtle ways that low self-worth might be interfering in your life right now through your beliefs, through especially your identity beliefs, through the things that you think you can achieve in this life. And oh my goodness, So many of us are so good at talking ourselves out of the things that we want. We're just saying, yeah, that doesn't exist or that's not available to us or we're not good enough or we're not pretty enough. We are excellent at tamping down our own potential before we've even had the chance to give it a shot. We are really good at getting in our own way. We are really good at self-sabotaging. We are really good at pretending to be happy or trying to talk ourselves into happiness. Raise your hand if you've been there, because I certainly have. That feels like, oh, well, it isn't so bad. Or, oh, look at the bright side. At least it's not this. Or you should just be lucky. You should just be happy to be here or happy that you're with this person or happy that you're in this job. And you should never, ever, ever dare to dream about anything more than what you have. Low self-worth can especially look like letting people into our life that are not good for us. Those low-level relationships. And I mean, there's a whole range of things that we can talk about here. We can talk about creating friendships with people where you end up doing 10% of the talking and 90% of the listening. We can talk about the people who really just look down on you, view you as not good enough, not as good as them, view you as the sidekick to their life. (laughs) I've also been there. That's not fun. We can look at people who are just selfish, wrapped up in themselves. And I mean, these things can apply across multiple categories. Then we can take that all the way into narcissism, full-on narcissism, or even people, just that kind of category of energy vampires. People that are ready and willing to take advantage of you. They are taking advantage of your time. They are taking advantage of your connections. They are taking advantage of your generosity or maybe your love or maybe your body or maybe all of those things, right? Self-worth can look like we are just putting up with this or we don't even want to admit what is happening. It's like we are choosing this constant self-abandonment. We are choosing to never fully be respected, to never fully be partnered, to never fully have the thing that we want. We are choosing that as our reality rather than 
facing the consequences of setting a boundary, having a tough conversation, or perhaps ending a relationship. There are so many things that I want to to talk about in this podcast series, but today I wanted to give you the basics because, again, this stuff is so insidious. We don't know what we can't see. We are so used to behaving a certain way that we cannot see how we are listening to the inner mean girl voice in our head, how we are self-sabotaging, how we are prioritizing people above ourselves, how we are allowing the narcissists or abusers or whatever into our life. Side note, I'm not ever saying that abuse is your fault, by the way. But when we get into these relationships, sometimes we are more susceptible to not noticing the red flags because we are so desperate to be chosen. We are so desperate to be liked. And we forfeit the future that we actually want for the present reality of the situation with this person. That's what's happening. You are choosing terrible to okay to mediocre instead of potentially fulfilling and amazing. That one might have been a little difficult to hear. I certainly would have found that difficult to hear a few years ago even, but it is the truth. I'm creating this podcast because I have done so much of this work on myself, not to sound like I'm perfect and have it all figured out by now, by any stretch. I have done so much. I've created so much self-awareness. I've broken many of my patterns, but I think this, this kind of work, this shadow work and this healing work is somewhat of an ongoing project. Like we can't just do it all, check it off our list and be done with it. As we go through life, the stuff will grow and change. As we encounter new situations, we might notice new things about ourselves. We might notice that, hey, this person that we thought was so great is actually doing the same thing that some of our other people in the past have done to us, and those people were not so great. We are all imperfect. And yes, I'm going to be talking about some of my own imperfections here, not because I want to come to this from a victim story place, but to come to you with honesty and to illustrate that you are not alone. And to really understate that this, even though I'm creating this podcast for you, that this is a journey I intend to embark on with you. I want to create a communal safe space for all of us to really self-examine, to be brave enough to admit, hey, yeah, maybe this thing, this relationship, this job or whatever that I have been telling myself was so great, maybe it isn't. And maybe this life that I thought I had so together, maybe, just maybe, I'm not as happy or lit up or fulfilled as I want to be. These things, these self-admissions, they are hard in the moment, I know. Oh, trust me, I know. But that is the only way you make it through. That is the only exit to take you out of where you are and take you into that next adventure, whatever it might be. So my friend, I hope this episode has shown you perhaps a little bit more about what low self-worth looks like so that you can begin to see 
these characteristics within yourself is a massive topic and I have so much to talk about with you. But for now, I want you to start to reflect on this and really notice any of the patterns in particular that I mentioned today that you might be dealing with. And I don't want you to come to it with a, oh my God, how embarrassing, how terrible, another bad thing that I'm doing. No, these things are all completely natural things, patterns that we fall into for very good reasons, for very good reasons. So come to it with compassion and love and self-acceptance. That is the only true way to heal. When we come to it with judgment and self-condemnation, like that just is not good. It does not set you up to win the thing that you want at the end. Okay. I think that was enough for today. So I'm going to leave it there. But thank you so much for being here, my beautiful friend. I'm wishing you an amazing week and I'll be back here in next week's episode.